0: Hello, my name is Thomas and welcome to this third slice of Yorkshire life on British culture, Albion Never Dies. So in this episode I normally just go through the the local newspapers for Yorkshire because I think, well first of all Yorkshire is a place that I know, and second of all I find that local news stories often show the real life of a country. The national newspapers, I mean it's often big power politics and you know the, the international stage but I don't know, for me the international news it doesn't really connect it's very rarely you meet somebody genuinely involved with all of it of course occasionally you might you might even hear them on say quantum of history a podcast like that but uh, but i don't know for me day-to-day life is often better reflected in the local newspapers and as i say, i'm going to take the yorkshire newspapers not because they're the most amazing they're just normal regular newspapers but i happen to know the places and right now I am in Yorkshire. If you listen to my previous episode, it was called "Back to Britain," and I am back in Britain oof, after seven years. So, thank you very much to everyone who messaged me about that, um, especially to Paul who <laughs> who messaged me uh, saying uh, about the iron. I think I, I referenced you know you arrive in a new country, in a new place, you're setting out, sorting out a SIM card, you're sorting out an iron, you're sorting out all kinds of things. I have now done some ironing. It's okay. Um, I've been along to my lockbox. Um a few people were commenting on uh, the recent Bond film, No Time to Die. Bond arrives back in the UK after five years, presumably away. Um and he goes along to a lockbox and has an Aston Martin, but in a previous film, Skyfall, he also came to the UK, opened a lockbox after some time away. So, so how many lockboxes with Aston Martin does he have scattered around London? Well, i've spent quite a bit of time outside the uk i do have a bunch of lock boxes um on different continents and uh you know just people looking after stuff but this was an actual paid for lock box sadly i've never found an aston martin in any of mine i think a little bit too small (laughs) but uh, but so far i'm not even a toy aston martin i don't own one um So, yeah, if anyone has a spare Aston and Martin to give me, I'll keep it very nicely in whatever lockbox I get next. Um, But anyway, I've had loads and loads of lovely messages, uh, especially from people in the UK saying, uh, let's meet up. Uh, Especially, it seems to be based in London, which is a bit far from Yorkshire, but I'm definitely going to be going down. I don't know when, uh, maybe in May. Um, I don't know. But I do hope to be getting down to London, and one fellow in the Shetland Islands said perhaps I could go up there, so, uh, hmm, Gavin, yes, I would like to go up to the Shetland Islands, I've been up to the Orkneys, Um, I'd love to go up to the Shetlands one day, but most of my time right now? I'm focused on jobs, so I was talking to one company before, I'm still applying for jobs, especially in the publishing industry, quite like, Uh, a few people I know have been recommending me for jobs, I was having a look at the BBC, who knows, maybe they'll listen to my podcast and sign me up, so I don't know, if you're working for the BBC, I'm available, I'm also available to Ideas, I think there's a a big shipping company recently got rid of hundreds of staff um, over a pay dispute, so someone messaged me, maybe I should go work with them, Um, anyway, Thank you very much for all your well wishes. I say open to ideas. I keep applying. I haven't done a YouTube video yet. It will come come very, very shortly. And a deep dive is coming too. Not quite sure when. Still working out the details. And I am working on R. I also my Instagram. R is for what? There's one very strong contender for a lead topic. Um, I haven't asked on Facebook yet, will soon, uh, but I've already got a strong start. So I'm working aware And it. These alphabet episodes, I do like to spend the time. They do often now end up being much longer episodes. Um, I try to keep it at 40 minutes. I know some of them have gone up to an hour. Um, but these are really, really interesting, and I find it very interesting what people's perceptions are of the UK. If they're in the UK, what do they think is Britishness? If they're British outside the UK, and if they are non brits based outside the UK but still have very strong and clear ideas about what Britishness is I find that all very very interesting so I've been enjoying Yorkshire I haven't even got to the news yet. I get to the news quickly, but I haven't. I have been enjoying it. It's my own personal news. I've been meeting up with friends, and uh, today I went around the Science and Media Museum. It used to be called the National Media Museum, uh, and they had an exhibition called Top Secret, all about code breaking, uh, put together uh, with GCHQ, the, the the top code breakers, and it's all about the history of code breaking, really, from the origins. I don't know if you can hear that cat. <laughs> it belongs to a friend of mine. Oh. <laughs> noisy cat um, yeah so it's going into the origins of co-breaking um, yeah, before the year zero uh, going starting from then and then going forward into the modern day it was really really interesting and yeah I don't know if I've ever seen an Enigma machine in real life before. Um, yeah, so it was really cool to see that. Um, you know, all the details of Bletchley Park and then carrying on into the Cold War. Uh, lots of details about the Russians in the 60s and in the 50s. So uh, if you enjoy reading Ian Fleming, lots of good stuff there. Um, and one thing I've been enjoying every single day has been just a nice walk in the countryside. Uh, it's been lovely, lovely weather. Um, although apparently it may t- change, it may snow next week um i remember the saying don't go out without a clout before maybe out um clout being the old-fashioned word for a vest that's my memory of it i quickly googled that and found it might be uh, near cast a clout till maybe out um and i had a little look more and i found a place called idiomation now this was written way back in 2010 uh, but it was referencing a poem written in the whitby gazette great local newspaper in uh, east yorkshire in 1855 the wind at north and east was never good for man nor beast so never think to cast a clout until the month of may be out hm. good idea always wear a vest or what was it an a shirt i think uh matt spacer bond suits called it and always wear you know an under vest until the month of may um so yeah could snow very soon where i am um Kind of looking forward to that. Very glad I went to my lockbox and got all my stuff out. I did not pick up a copy, a physical copy, of uh, the Telegraph and Argus, which is where I got all my newspaper articles this week. But but uh, I've, I've had a browse online. I'm going to pick up a paper copy soon just to see how much difference there is. Um, I did quite like this headline, and I'm just going in the order of headlines that jumped out at me. <laughs> i cat meowing at my feet. Um, okay, here's the headline. Cat at My Feet was not the headline. The headline is Gas Engineer peered through letter letterbox of Bradford House and uncovered an organised crime, I like this by Jenny Loweth. A team of gas engineers discovered a big cannabis farm where they called at a Bradford house to investigate why the energy bills weren't being paid. One looked through the letterbox and saw Hugh Van Wynn hiding on the floor of the property in Chelmsford Terrace, Barker End. Bradford Crown Court heard today the engineers gained access to the address and called the police when they saw it had been turned into a cannabis farm. The police found a total of 382 cannabis plants at the address, including 238 seedlings concealed in a cupboard. There are also the usual transformers, fans, and lights found at a commercial drugs farm, and the electricity meter had been bypassed. So, there we go, big crime. You always need to pay your electric bills, otherwise you'll be uncovered. Um, this is a bit of a bit of a Bradford crime. I've heard of many, many of these uh, cannabis farms being discovered here before. And uh, what was it? Transformers, fans, and lights. I remember walking past a shop that sold specifically, you know, indoor plant growing equipment, and you could only go by appointment only. And had to ring a special bell the sign was explaining that i never went inside <laughs> and i do remember there's a nice area of bradford and it snowed once and there was one particular house that had no snow on its roof and all the others did so uh that soon got a police raid uh, yeah so a bit of a, a bit of a standard story here but i do like the idea that they're just caught because they didn't pay didn't pay the electricity bill and I just like al capone being done for a tax office <laughs> okay oof, here's a long story i just i saved quite a bit of this um and the links to all these stories are in the show notes but this is a, a weird and interesting one by felicity mcnamara she's reports alice cutter jailed miss hitler beauty pageant contestant could be freed early a former miss hitler beauty pageant contestant who was jailed for being a member of far-right terrorist group National Action has been granted a parole hearing. Alice Cutter, originally from Bradford, was jailed for three years back in June 2020 but could be freed early following the hearing later this month. Cutter was 23 at the time, one of four neo-Nazi diehards convicted of being members of the banned group. The group labelled racist, anti-Semitic and homophobic by the then Home Secretary Amber Rudd was banned in December 2016 after a series of rallies and incidents, including praise of the murder of Member of Parliament Joe Cox. Oof. Uh, There's so many things going on here. First of all, a beauty pageant in the UK. I genuinely believe there's no such thing in the UK. It's not associated with uh, American movies. um, Until I think it was Miss Manchester punching Miss London in the face uh, got to the headlines. And then I suddenly learned, first of all, that uh, beauty pageants were a thing. And second of all, that one had punched the other in the face. (laughs) And then a Miss Hitler beauty pageant. Okay. Okay should carry on with the article a spokesperson for the parole board said we can confirm the parole review of alice cutter has been referred to uh, the parole board by the secretary of state for justice and is listed for a hearing in late march parole board decisions are solely focused on what risk a prisoner could represent to the community if released and whether that risk is manageable in the community the panel will carefully examine a huge range of evidence including details of the original crime and any evidence of behavior change as well as explore the harm done and the impact the crime has had on victims Again, all very, very strange. So they'll be going through loads and loads of evidence, so there's, uh, I think, three possible outcomes of all this. Release, once the parole board has directed, the release of a prisoner is up to the Ministry of Justice to make the arrangements. OK. Open conditions, the parole board can recommend a prisoner moves to an open prison, however, it is for the Ministry of Justice to make the final decision. Or, under current legislation, the prisoner will be eligible for further review within two years. Gosh. And Miss Hitler, OK. There we go, another Bradford story, Um, I feel... (laughs) I feel we need to get on to more normal territory here. Young couple caught growing cannabis worth up to 35000 at their home. Wow. Okay, another cannabis story. Young couple caught growing and selling cannabis had £1,162 cash in their hands. That's suspicious. And £950 Louis Vuitton handbag. Wow. Uh, Olivia White and Oase Malik had a crop of a Class B drug with potential street value of £35,000. Golly, so White's 22, Malik's 24 years old. Um, they were told they'd almost certainly have been locked up if they had been dealt with sooner for offences. However, the pair have since turned their lives around. Both are in full-time work, and they had huge support from their families. Okay, so the court heard the police had found cannabis farm at their old address in 2019. They had 76 plants, potential yield of 4.18 kilos, wholesale value of Twenty-five thousand pounds, a street value of thirty-five thousand pounds. Let's you know the markup. <laughs> also, individual deals of the drug valued at two hundred twenty pounds in a dealer list. Wow. I guess the police are happy with that. Um, so yeah, so they might have at first been under pressure to set up the cannabis farm. Then they became drug dealers themselves. But apparently, they're just enjoying the money now and, and the lifestyle that came with it. Oh. Anyway, the large gap between them committing the offences and appearing for sentence enabled them to make great strides forward. Well done them. Um, (laughs) Okay, at some point the international news does have to hit the local newspapers, so the war in Ukraine... Has hit the Bradford uh, newspapers. This is by Mark Stanford. He writes, Dr. Amir Khan reports on refugees from Ukraine fleeing war. Uh, Bradford doctor has seen for himself the medical plight of Ukrainian refugees. Dr. Amir Khan travelled to Warsaw, Poland to report on people uh, who have fled Ukraine over the last few weeks due to the ongoing conflict. He spoke to injured refugees during reports for ITV's Good Morning Britain and Lorraine Daytime programmes. Okay, so he's doing good stuff out there. Apparently sees around 6,000 refugees through these centres every single day. Uh Back to more misbehaviour. It seems like uh, (laughs) these small courts um, are good, good material for the local newspapers. Bradford woman banned for life by Jet 2 and slapped with £5,000 fine uh, due to aggressive, abusive behaviour on a flight that was going from Manchester to antalya guy you want to go there antalya it's a lovely city in turkey anyway it had to be delayed sent off to vienna so the austrian police could offload uh miss bush apparently and this led to a delay of approximately one hour and the flight continued safely to the destination oh dear don't misbehave on a flight more misbehavior man 20 punched three bradford taxi drivers in the head Oh, my goodness, okay. Manage 20, punch three, Bradford taxi drivers whilst bilking them out of their fares. I had to check that word, so bilking, as uh, to to con someone out of money. Brian Rushford caged lifts, not caught a lift, caged lifts, apparently, and then violently attacked the cabbies. Um, so he was trying to get out of a fee of £22.50. Oof. Now he's been sentenced up to eight months in a young offender's institution, suspended for two years with 280 hours of unpaid work, must attend a nine-month alcohol treatment programme and 35 rehabilitation days. All that for trying to get out of £22.50. By Jove. And the final story (laughs) was about a barbecue ban on uh, Bradford's Moorlands could be extended by another three years due to the fire risk. It obviously presents, uh, very obviously I'd say as a very quick very quick run through of the newspapers and some of my personal news uh, a bit rushed because i'm putting together a huge amount of content to come up um, so just putting out this one and i might be traveling soon fingers crossed just a little bit of a travel uh, around the uk and again plenty of photos coming up probably a bit of a youtube certainly a podcast coming out of it and uh, so i'd just like to say thank you very much for listening to this rather hastily put together podcast um so do like subscribe five star honest reviews and all that but also, thank you very much to whoever's been watching my uh, my YouTube channel. There's there's one series which called w Drinks. I've been looking at a whole range of drinks, e- even coffee and, and whatever. But uh, one of them, Goldfinger Mint Julep, loads of people seem to be watching that. So that's you. Thank you very much. And if you haven't, well, it's very popular. So maybe maybe take a look. I don't know. Anyway, that's all all I have for today. Thank you very very much for listening. It was hastily put together, so I do hope you enjoyed it. Bye.